he tries to swing it away. They're going for a run. He must be out. He is out. Well, they went for a crazy single, and McDermott never had a chance. Harris raced through, picked up, got it to Smith, and the bales were gone, and another Aussie is out. Well, I'd love a dollar for every time he ran out an Aussie at the crease or whipped those bales off. The man's joining us uh, now from New Zealand, from his lounge room, where he's staring at a, a book I need to find out about. <laughs> Um, and I can't do I, I reckon you got a free copy. You wouldn't have bought your book. Surely, no, Gary. No, well, mate, I had to get rid of a number of free ones. So <laughs> I, I think that uh, Smitty might be on top of the top of the list there. Uh, SENZ's very own Ian Smith joining us now on Sports Day. Smithy, welcome to the show. Hey, son, Gary. Thank you very much. I paid uh, $29.95 for it, Gary. So there you go. You you were robbed. You were robbed. At least, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you might be the only one that actually paid for the book. I I, I do remember Smitty though going to, to Christchurch and signing um, a, a book launch, and the guy that was with me trying to take me around and look after me, and uh, as they do with the rugby league players now, they have security. He wasn't security, but he actually owned the book company, and uh, we we managed to get to the plane. I think with 15 minutes to go, there was that many people there, young kids trying to get uh, autographs and all the rest. So not trying to wrap myself, but it was just. It was really, really good to see that hey, we, we got rid of a few books and all the, the kids uh, I went back and played. I went back and watched a game of footy at Caldwell Park on number one and number two. And I think the four halfbacks are out there all had their socks down. A revolution, mate. There you Start go. A revolution, yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, they didn't have big calf yeah. muscles like me, yeah. though, Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's, that's, that's true. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't have given the finger to the coach if he pulled them, told them to pull them up, too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> have you... Have you two ever crossed each other's paths? Uh, not really. I don't think we have, have we, mate? I don't, I, I don't think so. I think we might have spoken on the phone. Um, yeah, I'm not even interviews. sure we've been to similar functions. Yeah, yeah, Jason, cricketers were never allowed to mix with rugby league players back in my day, mate. We, we weren't important enough. Yeah, right. Good call. Good you you call. mean us or you? <laughs> <laughs> you probably, it was probably by choice, Smitty. It's probably safer for both, actually. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about we're going to talk about a bit of footy uh, shortly. But uh, the reason I wanted to have a chat to you tonight, of course, I I can't wait for the tour to kick off tomorrow. The first T Twenty. There's three T Twenties and a couple of Tests, as you know, Smith. The Australia taking on New Zealand. We've had a we've had a pretty rubbish summer, apart from the Big Bash here in Australia and the odd upset in a Test match, which we won't talk about. Uh, it's been a pretty rubbish international cricket season. But I tell you what, it kicks up a, a, a gear tomorrow when the Aussies play uh, your boys in the first T20 in Wellington. And I, and I, also, I hear there's, there's sellouts everywhere. Is that right, Smith? I know the tests, the first four days of the tests are sold out. What, what's the feeling like in New Zealand? Are, are they as excited as us? I think so. I uh, can't wait, I think, most of them. We've just had a pretty average South uh, African team here. They sent about their third 11 because they had another competition to play at home. So we were really disappointed in that. We mopped them up without too much trouble. Um, so, look, the, these test matches, well, these, the, the T20s as well, they've been dates on our calendar for since they came out. So a lot of people have put a ring around them. And, yes, the, the sellout at the Basin Reserve for the four, first four days, I'm led to believe the second day at Christchurch has already sold out wow. and the first, third and fourth are pretty close to it. So... It's unprecedented, really, that we'd have that kind of interest in a test match or a test series uh, in New Zealand. I, I tell you, that it's the power of Australia and it's the power of the confrontation, I guess, and, and the hope that we can 
they had to pull off an upset. Well, well Spooner, that's what I was going to bring up. I know when I was a young bloke going to watch New Zealand versus Australia in the cricket, that's all you wanted. You just wanted them to bash up the Aussies as much as possible. And I think, like you said, in that first and the second one already sold out, which is fantastic. How's that pitch in Wellington, though, mate? Is it in, is, is in good nick for them? Oh, look, yeah, I, don't, I haven't been here um, recently, but traditionally the Basin Reserve is our best test pitch. In other words, it provides pretty much something for everybody. There'll be a bit, of, there'll be pace in it. There'll be a bit of bounce. So, I mean, uh, what worries me is is that I think Australia have man for man uh, a better all-round bowling attack than we've got. Um, you know, and a lot more experience as well. I mean, I don't think too often in the history of the game, if ever, all four bowlers bowling in one lineup have got an excess of 250 Test wickets together. Um, you know, each one of them. I, I, I just, I'm not even sure that's ever been done before. Uh, that's how much, how much power and how much experience that your lot are going to bring over to our lot. Um, and I, I'm including you with us, actually, Gary, in that. But <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I already knew where I stood there, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 look, I, I, underdogs. We're, we're, we're pretty big underdogs as I look at it. Um, but we've, that's, the, that's the way we've played a lot of our cricket over the years, particularly against Australia. I'm not worried about that tag. I'm just a bit worried that we might not have the class to get Australia out twice, which, we, of course, we'll have to do. Smithy, the thing that I scratch my head about is is New Zealand seems to play above its above its weight when it comes to obviously all team sports, but cricket in particular. What what is it about New Zealand cricket? Why do you how, why is it that you perform above you know your weight all the time? You're very competitive for such a small nation. You know, I don't know. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I mean. I was lucky enough to play uh, in, a, in a pretty good era. Um, we had two or three superstar players there, and, and they they were the you know the standouts. And then the rest of us sort of turned up and just did our job every day. And and I think if you do that, if you've got that kind of mix, we have had a history of producing players who give uh, very honest efforts. And and we also have a, a at the moment we have a, a side which has got quite a lot of experience in it. Um, you know, we've got one absolute standout in Kane Williamson, who's as good as anyone in the world, I think. And, and then, you, you know, you, you base, you're batting around that. So we've got a, a pretty honest side. We've got a side that's been together for quite some time. People say it's actually a little bit too old and they're a little bit worried about the future. But I'm not worried uh, any, um, and I'm not looking any further forward than about the next three weeks, to be honest, fellas. I mean, uh, we have to be good against Australia. Our next, uh, I think our next visit to Australia is in about three years' time. And I think we've been granted four test matches there. I don't know what either side will look like then. Mm. Um, but this one, this appointment right now, which is about to start, uh, is massive for me because there's unfinished business. Mate, I just want to touch on young Stokes who plays for England. You know he's, he's a Kiwi yep. through and through. Was anyone from the New Zealand cricket board there, did they ever approach the young kid to say, look, come and play for us? Because he's been outstanding um, outstanding for the England side over the number of years so far. Gary, yeah, I think he left when he was 12. You'd know his he old did. man very he did. well. I'm I, sure I knew his old man really, really well. But he, his old man said to me, yeah. he is going to play for New Zealand in yeah. cricket. I remember it vividly, mate. And he ended up, we yeah. coached the Kiwis together. Then he went over, he, he coached in... Uh, Whitehaven, uh, but I always thought that somewhere down the line, someone must have someone must have gone. Is that Jared's boy? And he's a Kiwi. Why wouldn't they go and approach him? And I think that's what happens in rugby league too. We we leave so many players behind 
because we think, oh, no one's yeah. actually run them or someone has or someone, you know. So I just wanted, you know, what's your thought on that that process? Well, I don't know if anyone um, went, went and approached him. I, I really don't. He never looked uh, to play first-class cricket in this country. No. Uh, which is, you know, his team would have been Canterbury. So, and that's where they plucked him from. Um, and his secondary school, uh, all of that was done, of course, in the north of England. So, yes. Yeah, I, I, I really, I think he's just, honestly, to be perfectly honest, he slipped under our radar. And, and that's a sad thing because he would have been uh, a massive asset to New Zealand cricket. But, oh. I mean, that's just that's just life, isn't it? Your parents take you in one direction, they either stay or you go and do your own thing. And he was he was happy, he was, he was picked up, and uh, their talent was obvious. And now he's mm. struck up a, a terrific relationship with uh, Brennan McCullum. And, you know, they, they just... They see the game the same way. They want to play it the same way. Uh, and the fact that Ben Stokes has lost to us is... I think we bring it up every now and then, but to be perfectly honest, you know, um, we, we were never, I don't think, ever going to have him. So, uh, bit luck to him. Um, and he, he's achieved some great things. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about... I mean, the one thing us Aussies and Kiwis have in common, we love bagging the poms. <laughs> and, I, and I saw the World Test Championship rankings, uh, Smithy. No doubt you've seen this. Kiwis at number one at the moment. Australia at number three. I think Sri Lanka are at number two at the yeah. moment. But England are second last. I think they're eighth on the ladder. What are your thoughts on baseball? Because I, I don't know. I don't think it's working. Baseball um, is always going to be under threat against good bowling attacks. So you, you can beat up the weak guys and you can continue to go at the weak guys. But... In all honesty, uh, over a period of time, uh, bowling attacks win test matches. Uh, you got to get 20 wickets. And when uh, a few of them are handed on a plate, that is a bit of a gift. And that's, to me, uh, they might want to play baseball, but there's, I think there's limits to baseball. They're, I mean, you look at the way uh, Joe Root is playing all of a sudden. If he's playing baseball, I'd be saying to him, Joe, please don't play baseball because you can't buy a run at the moment. Mm. Just go back to being the Joe Root, you know, the... the created that great reputation as being one of the top four batsmen in the world over the course of the last five or six years. It isn't working for him. It isn't working for Johnny Bairstow. Um, you know, there's a number of players who really, I don't think, are suited to changing their games at this stage of their cricketing career to the extent where they can go whole hog almost at every ball and expect to get away with it. There's too much research done on players these days. There's too many, too many coaches sitting in the back rooms milling over miles and miles of footage and uh, they come pretty prepared and you know, the other thing you've also got to do is you, you've got to respect the conditions that you're playing in and they change from country to country they're never going to out, out, uh, out hit India I tell you, not in Indian conditions if that's the way they want to go um, they're not going to beat India that way they won one test but that'll be all they win if they continue the same policy and day in, day out um, you know, in two years' time, I'd be loving to come back to Australia and, and uh, watch the Ashes. I really, really would because I, 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 the semblance of this Australian bowling attack is still firing at that point. They won't beat Australia that way either. Mate, we've got to just fast forward, mate, to Jarrah Waria Hargraves. He's finishing up the Roosters this year, but as a sports person, I know playing cricket and all the rest of it, but he is, to me, he is one of the guys that I would pay money to go and watch play because, A, how aggressive he is and how inspirational he is to his teammates. So what, what have you thought about his career over the last 15-odd years he's played for the Roosters? Look, he's, he's a villain when he's playing against us, isn't he? I mean, you know, that's the thing. 
you look at them and you think, oh, God, I wish someone would plant them on the end of the beak. And, you know, and no one's ever going to, of course. But you just kind of, <laughs> when, when, he, when he's playing against you, you think, you think, what an ass. <laughs> this, this guy's just a, uh, he's a bully. He's disruptive. He gives away penalties. He's always in the thick of anything. In fact, he sometimes in, incites a lot of it. But then he turns around and plays for you, and you think, that's a good bloke out there playing in that Kiwi jersey. He's a real absolute inspiration for us. What a terrific bloke. wonder who he plays his club footy for. Uh, look, I, I, he is the kind of guy who, you, you know, when you, when you look back at Jared War, Warrior Hargrave's career, uh, you'll know he played. A lot of guys will know he played against him, but you'll know he played. You know his style that he played. And you know the other thing about it is that rugby league is a hell of a hard physical game. He's had a career of longevity, hasn't he? I mean, mm. he's lasted uh, by being at the forefront of things. So I'm never not gonna never gonna knock a guy that does that. So um, hero, villain, but on a you know a hell of a career, really. Oh, unbelievable! In your playing career, who was the player in the cricket team who was like Jared that you played with in New Zealand? Oh, look, in terms of having a bit of mongrel, yeah. John Bracewell, and, and his, <laughs> I mean, John Bracewell, <laughs> yes. he'd, he'd love me saying this. Yes. He was our off spinner. <laughs> he, he was our off spinner, and he was an angry, yes. angry off spinner. I yeah. mean, he just absolutely got wound up and, and wound people up around him. And, you know, he, he was a spin bowler with a fast bowler's attitude, um, you know, he played first-class rugby back in New Zealand. He's one of the Braceville clan. I think all, four of them ended up playing rugby at, at a rep level in New Zealand. Um, he was a centre or a fullback. They're the only two positions he liked, but he'd have been pretty good in a, in a, in a six or seven jersey as well. And never turned down a scrap, John Braceville. He didn't have too many in cricketing days, but he's, he's the only guy... I tell you, the only Javid Mandad, who is a terrifically good player for uh, Pakistan, but a yep. very combative little fellow in his own right, uh, threatened to take John Bracewell out the back of the grandstand at the end of the day's play, and John Bracewell said, no, no, let's do it right here and now. <laughs> yes, that's what I love. I love that stuff. <laughs> Jeez. How good would that be if they could get, oh. get that on, on TV now, <laughs> mate? <laughs> Hey, before we let you go, for all our listeners through SENZ tonight who listen to Sports Day every night, geez, the Warriors, um, they've got some depth this year. I've got you playing in the GF against the Panthers this year. I reckon I reckon you'll go a game a game longer, mate. How are you feeling about the Warriors? Well, look, very bullish this year. Uh, we, we really are. Roger Kovacic has uh, finally got onto a, a footy playing field back in, in the, in the colours and Look, you know, um, they got they sold out a preseason game in Christchurch, Gary. In Christchurch, they sold out a preseason game of rugby league with the Warriors down there. They're awesome. taking two more games to Christchurch. They'll sell out, no problem at all. We're, we're bullish. I mean, um, the, the talk uh, on our radio station, uh, I would say, in a rugby mad country, uh, in the middle of winter at the moment, she's fitty, fitty, fitty. Uh, the Warriors wow. have just wow. been a revelation. They, I'll tell you what's good about them too. They're available. They talk to you. Yeah. The coach, Andrew Webster, has been brilliant in communicating. Cameron George, the CEO, has made sure that everyone can get a piece of the Warriors. And, and we, we, you know, I, I didn't, I, I've never seen anything take hold like up the wires in this country ever before. Yeah. I'm getting chills just listening to you. 
Talk about him, Smithy. Catch every ball of Australia's tour of New Zealand live across the SCN network. It's in Australia and in New Zealand. The first T20 of the Chapel Hadley series starts tomorrow, 4 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, 5 o'clock for our listeners uh, in New South Wales. It's live from Wellington. Have a listen to this for a commentary team. Jared Waitley, some bloke could Ian Smith. He goes all right. <laughs> Adam Collins, Dan McCarty, Barat Sundaraisen, the the feisty John Bracewell and Jeremy Coney heading up the core team across three T20s and two tests. I'm looking forward to it, Smithy. And, mate, I really appreciate your time tonight on Sports Day. And, Jason, you got first thing tomorrow, you go out to your nearest bookshop and see if you can hunt down a, a copy of Tiger, Tiger, <laughs> Kiwi Rooster. Actually, I've got a great social media idea. Why don't we get you in a smoking jacket with a cat on your lap just reading a chapter every night, Smithy? That'll, the kids will love that on Instagram. <laughs> uh, read out the... Well, Read out the think? letter that Alan Jones wrote to me. That was a good one I put in there. <laughs> I should have I should have brought that out actually. Oh man! Oh, look, I don't know about I don't know about the smoking jacket, but I have a cigar. I'll tell you. Yeah. That. <laughs> Smithy, thanks for your time, See you, mate. Pal. Cheers, guys. Pleasure.